till these set is finished We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, till it's over with We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, until these set is Hello everybody, yes, yes It is so good to be with you guys again You are tuned in to The Blue Book Presented to you by C Rep Ministries and hosted by your boy Blue. It is so wonderful to be here today. So wonderful to be here today. Today we are going to be finishing our two-part series on Blood of Christ. Um, yesterday we started this part, and today we're going to finish it. So Obviously, we're in unprecedented times, and we're going through a lot of stuff. Um, family, friends, work, you name it. And we want to definitely put it out there to stay safe. Um, be in all your personal gear you need. Masks, glasses, gloves, you name it. Whatever makes you feel safe and protected. And as well, as well as all that's concerned... Stay home, if all at all possible, stay home. Uh, and we all have errands, we all have things we have to do during the day. Uh, take care of things, so when you do it, essentially, and come back uh, to home. Until this stuff is all sorted out and we can go back to trying to have a normal life again, or whatever is normal, the new normal. Okay? But... All that being said, today we're going to finish it out uh, in Hebrews 9. Okay, so before we get into the Word, we want to pray over the Word because we want comprehension. We want to understand what we're reading. So, we're going to go into the prayer, pray for the Word, for comprehension, so forth, and then we'll finish off this, uh, this study. Okay? So, Everyone, everyone in agreement. Father, come to you right now. Come to you right now. Asking you to bless this word. Bless, bring to knowledge, understanding, and fulfillment. We thank you, Father, for the word. We thank you for the word being available to us and us to read it and to be a part of it and to understand what you want to say to us regarding your word. We thank you, Father, for the opportunity to have it. We thank you, Father, for the opportunity to read it. The book is alive, alive in your name, and that's what matters. So we thank you. We ask you to bring revelation to it, bring understanding to it, so that we can get whatever you want us to have out of it in this study. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray this. Amen. So, if you have a Bible, bring your Bible out. Some of you don't have Bibles. Some of you use computers. Some of you use cell phones, tablets. Whatever the case is, bring it out. You're going to need it. We're going to be coming through it. And definitely, when you get into the Bible... Regardless of how you do it, technology or by the good book itself, go to Hebrews 9. Okay? Hebrews 9. And we're going to be going into the 15th verse. 
of Hebrews 9. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15. Okay. Now, again, disclaimer, I use, personally, I use the Amplified Bible. I've been using it for several years. It's the best translation for me. It helps me understand. I comprehend it. That doesn't mean any versions you guys have may or may not be amplified. Whatever translation helps you, I'm 100% with. If it helps you understand it. And we actually are going to be going through several different transactions, translations to, to best put, pinpoint what God is trying to tell us in his word. So don't worry about translations. We'll get through all that uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. So open the book. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 15. Let's see what, he talk, what God's talking to us about. Christ, the Messiah, right off the bat. Christ, the Messiah. No questions about it. Straight up out the, out the gates. Christ, the Messiah. Okay. So, Christ, the Messiah, is therefore the... Negotiator... Uh, mediator of an entirely new agreement. Negotiator. Do you know what negotiators? You've probably seen it on TV. You've probably seen it uh, in courtrooms, um, in different aspects of it. I'm sure you've seen a negotiator. Someone who tries to find the middle piece and two sides that just don't seem to agree. Some may call it a judge because that's what I pretty much presented. But a negotiator is someone who can talk to you and reason with you. Can under, get you to understand different sides of it. If this person wants to get you to do something, they negotiate. You know what that is. Negotiation is very, 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 very simple to understand. So, the negotiator or the mediator. There we go. The medium or mediator. So, that's in the Amplified. American Standard Bible says, And for this cause he is the mediator of the new covenant. Right to the point. No questions asked. Right to the point. Okay. The Bible in the basic English is, And for this cause it is through him with the new agreement. So they didn't even use those words. They just says, well, for this cause, it is through him. No mediator, no negotiator, just through him. Okay. Common English Bible says this is why he's the mediator of the new covenant. This is why. Well, if you were a part of part one of this, um, we just we talked about how significant his sacrifice was opposed to the old school sacrifice of bulls, goats, and live animals, which is more barbaric, uh, at, a, at, at a more constant rate. He is, through him, the mediator, okay? The, the complete Jewish Bible says it is because of his death that he's mediator of the new covenant. So that one even just tells you because of, he, because of his death, he's a mediator. Right to the point. No questions asked. Now uh, we got Common English Bible that says this is this is why he's the mediator of the new covenant. Pretty much the same thing. Nothing really changed there. Um, 
most of his mediators, most of his mediator, not much of it's going to be a negotiator, most of his mediation, um, or it goes in the Good News Translation that says, for this reason Christ is one who arranges a new covenant. So they use the word arrange in that one. For this reason Christ is the one who arranges. Not so, I don't think that's too much. It's arrangement is kind of putting it together. Um, not, I mean, it's, it can, I guess it can be used as arranging, like getting things together, putting things in order. Um, yeah, I can, I can see that being somewhat of a topical thing. Um, you know, the good news translations for this reason, again, oh, he arranges a new covenant. So the both of them, both, well, the good news, both of them say the same thing. God's word translation, because God offered himself to God, he is able to bring a new new promise from God. So they don't even use any of those words. Now they just go straight different, a different text altogether. Because Christ offered himself to God, he is able to bring a promise from God, a new promise from God. So this is not even in the same in the same translation. Really, this is a whole other way of looking at it. As the God's word translation. Whole different way. Because Christ offered himself to God, he is able to bring a new promise from God. Totally different. Very interesting. Uh, the Hebrew names version says, For this cause, he is the mediator of the new covenant. Okay, so we're going back down Sam Road again. Kenyan version. And for this cause, he is the cause, he is the mediator for the new testament. New testament that time. Uh, so, most of them say covenant. Some say new testament. Some say something completely different. It just depends on how you look at it. The Message Bible, through the Spirit, Christ offered himself as an unblemished sacrifice, freeing us from death. So, you're seeing how different versions, New Century Version, for this reason Christ brings a new agreement, new agreement from God to his people. So, we're not even talking about mediation or negotiation or any of that. We're talking about an agreement, a new agreement from God. Uh, totally different. You know, um, wording doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just a very different way of putting it. NIV version says, "For this reason, Christ is the mediator of the new covenant." Okay, back down the same road again. Um, covenant, covenant, covenant. Just everything is covenant at this point. Um, so, the point I'm trying to make to you is that no matter how you cut cut it, he is. And I'm going to use the most common word that's used in all these translations that I looked at. He is the mediator. Okay, between God and man, he's the mediator. He's the one in between telling God, take it easy. Because God's seeing and, and judging. He's like, hey, take it easy. Okay, mediator. Because of his death on the cross and his blood that was shed, he took the spot of everybody, every living creature. No more cows, no more horses or or bulls or, 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 or donkeys or whatever. Gots to be sacrificed. He took it once and for all. So after, since he shed his blood, boom, it's a wrap. He's the mediator. He's the one between God and us saying, hey, this is how it goes down. God, I got you. You know, I got you. Don't worry about it. Okay. Into a new agreement. So the old agreement was the Old Testament. And that, that, that Old Testament was entirely impossible to live by. Everyone was sitting Everyone was falling short. God was the only thing. And there's a lot of different things in between trying to figure this thing out. Especially after they made the Ten Commandments. Now we got it. Now we're all getting religious. Getting all crazy. And there's just no hope. The hope is gone. Okay. And it just wasn't working. So we had to have a new covenant. 
a new covenant that I understand what you're going through. I can work with you. Okay. Um, so that those who are called and offered, it may it may receive the fulfillment of the promise everlasting inheritance. So there's so much right there. This Hebrews 9:15 is so much. So that those who are called and offered, it may receive the fulfillment of the promise everlasting inheritance, since the death has taken place. Oh my goodness, that is just that's incredible. That is really incredible right there. If you're seeing that, that is incredible. So we go for that that death taken place. For, this is the American Standard Bible now. That a death having taken place for the redemption of our of the transgressions that are under the first covenant. He just put it right there, right then and there. That's not even in this. Since it was taking place, which rescues and delivers the redeemed them from the transgressions committed under the old first agreement. So at the end of this, it does talk about this, and this is I'm I, that was just out of the amplified. This one, the American Standard, where he talks about the first con covenant that they have been called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. So he's talking about transgressions uh, as well. So they use some of the same words, but they change up the redemption. Uh, there's, there's, some, there's some redeems. It could be different. It could be translated differently. Um, the, the Bible in basic English says so that the errors under the first agreement, the errors means sins. And so to speak, has been taken away by his death. His death took our sins away. Pretty simple stuff. The word of God might have effect for those who were marked out for an eternal hair. So basically, you're done. Under the old law, you're done. But under the new law, because of Jesus, you have a right to us. I'm common English Bible. Um, talks about I uh, might be called receive the promise of God. Okay, his death occurred to set them free from the offenses committed under the first offenses committed. I mean, there you go. Another way of putting it. Same thing. The, the complete Jewish Bible calls it uh, because of death has occurred, which sets people free from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. Those who have been called may receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Same ideal, same deal, same thing, like amplified. So those who are called and offered, it may receive the fulfillment of the promised everlasting inheritance since a death has taken a death. In the amplified, it says a death. We all know that's Jesus' death. has taken place, which rescues and delivers and redeems them from the transgressions committed under the old. Now, in the amplified version, the old is in marks. They mark it separately. First agreement. You know what I'm saying? First agreement. So this is emphasizing the first agreement. We sh we learn from it. We read it. We understand what happened then. But you have to understand when time stopped from from zero to zero until Jesus was 33 and he, and he got hung on the cross and, and rose again. Time stopped. Okay, time stopped for 33 years. There was no time. That, that, that is uncalculated time. The only thing in 33 years between B.C. and A.D. was Jesus. That's why, like today, 2020 A.D. You understand what I'm saying? 2020 A.D. after death. Before Christ, after death. That's how all of this is calculated. That's how we know our years, our seasons, our times, 
Everything is judged off that. For 33 years of this earth, we had nothing but time with Jesus. So, the old one was before Jesus got here. The old new one is Jesus' death and his covenant he made. Unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. The, whole, the Holman Christian Standard Bible says it like this. So that those who are, call, might, who are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance because a death had taken place, same thing as Amplified, for redemption from the transgressions committed. This one takes the committed part separate under the first covenant. So this doesn't even say first law, first agreement, first law. It's first covenant. So again, we're just word playing this now. First covenant, first agreement. Is it wrong? No, it's not wrong. It's just a different way of putting it. Different word. English Standard Version says it like this. Since the, since the death has, has occurred, again, it doesn't talk about Jesus dying. It just says a death has occurred. We know what that death is. Don't have to be told. That re redeems them from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. That one says covenant there. Big difference. Um, the Good News Translation says it like this. So this can be done because there has been a death which sets people free from the wrongs, not transgressions, not sins, wrongs they did while the first covenant was in effect. It continues to go back to the same thing no matter how you translate it. It's awesome. God's word translation is what it says here. He did this so... Now, he's talking... He is Jesus. He did this so that those who are called be guaranteed. That's the first time I've seen that word. I don't see that word anywhere. And redeems from the past. Everlasting inheritance, fulfillment, promise, he may receive in the Amplified. This one, the words, the God's word translation says guaranteed, guaranteed, guaranteed. That's the only translation I have read that has that word guaranteed in it. Holy cow, hallelujah, Jesus. Guaranteed is in this one. That's just unbelievable. Uh, let's see. I am going bananas over here. I love that word guaranteed inheritance that will last forever, Jesus Hallelujah. That is a wonderful way of putting it. The only one I've seen so far that has that word guaranteed on it. Because most of it, even like the, the Hebrews names version, those who have been called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. There's nothing about guaranteed in there. It just may receive. Unbelievable. King James Version. They don't even use guaranteed. For the, under the first commandment which they have been called may receive the promise. Again, receive. I'm looking for like a guaranteed word anywhere, and I'm not seeing it. I'm seeing may receive, may receive, um, uh, so that they may live all out for all. May oh, here we go. The Message Bible says this way: Free from us who are dead in efforts, dead in efforts to make ourselves respectable, so that we can live all out for God. Holy cow! I like that too living all out for God Jesus' name holy cow all out for God Whew. that's unbelievable America, the new American Standard Bible says it like this again we see the promise of the inheritance it doesn't say all for God though it just tells you the same thing the Amplified pretty much tells you same idea oh I love some of these translations new century version uh, first agreement here we go so, so they can bring because Christ died so that the people would live under the wouldn't so the people who lived under the first agreement could be set free from sin there is the word sin in that one new century version comes with the word sin unbelievable 
again, you it, it's just it's just a great pie, a big pie. New international version. What does this one say? Now that he has died as a as a ransom, they use the word ransom in this one to set from the set, set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. Now this one used the word sin, but they use ransom, pretty much mediator. Get it? Ransom mediator. That's great wordplay. Key New King James version. For those who have been called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. Same thing. Nothing changed there. Oh, my goodness. Um, the NIV uses, he died to set them free from the sins so they may, they may commit. Be committed. Committed. They use the word committed in the NIV. Holy Lord. He died to set them free from the sins they committed under the first. See, they didn't even use that word over here. They but see transgressions and committed under that. So the NIV and the Amplified use the same word committed. All right, all right, all right, all right. Looking for anything else that might be just a whole different page. Let's see. It's looking like it's pretty much all the same thing now. But you see how we went through a few versions and. They just word it differently. It's all worded a little differently. But it still means the same thing. It depends on how you it depends on how you understand it. You understand what I'm saying? It's one of those things where you just really have to understand what he's trying to tell you. Is there okay, here we go. Let's see here. The White Cliff version says into redemption of the trans trespasses that were under the former testament they didn't even say law didn't say covenant it's a testament they that they may be called taking the promise of the everlasting heritage Woo! big word heritage big word that's on the, the, uh, the white cliff version of the bible uh, young liberal translation this is different again for redemption of the translation under the first covenant those called may receive the promise of the age during inheritance age during that means of that age of what age you are of they're made different generations ages whatever age you're a part of like the age of this the age of that like it's, it's a span of time that a person has control so age during that means the time that you're alive that's the commitment this is this is the covenant you're under uh and then the and then pretty much same thing with the world, world English Bible. So, what we're trying to get at here in, in Hebrews chapter 9, verses 4, 15 and 16, is this. And this is this is a great study. Great study. Great word. Um, his passing, his crucifixion brought a new covenant. A new way. Um, broke the old in with the new. That was when it happened. Broke the old in with the new. Broke the old in with the new. Okay, the new covenant. New covenant says that you have an inheritance through Jesus. Okay, regardless of what it says, you have the inheritance through Jesus. Okay, and the, the new covenant cleans you. Cleans you from what the past had. Okay, regardless if you were the walking with Jesus at the time or you're living in 2020 right now. It took you and cleaned you. So when you it, when you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal life savior and you believe in what He did and everything, that's the same 
ritual that happens now happens then. Okay? It's a belief, faith, period. Okay? And because of that, we get an inheritance. We get an inheritance that Jesus says, you will be with me in heaven. You will inherit the kingdom of God if you believe in my word. And I'll tell you right now, there's no book alive more than the Bible. And there's no word alive more than God. So, that's what that is. So, then this second part, pretty much we tackle a lot. There's a lot in there. And, you know, I don't like to dig too deep uh, because it, it, it just becomes too much. But, the translations that understand what he's trying to say and letting God speak through you is what's most important. Comprehension of God's word and, and revelation. That's what matters most to me. Uh, not so much that I said in every single thing so much, but just getting to the point where you understand that no matter how it's said in different translations, it means the same thing, but it has a different impact. It impacts you differently. And that's the beautiful thing about it. So, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. The, the blood of Christ. Oh my gosh, it's been a wonderful time. Wonderful time. This is part two to it. We're closing out this study. Uh, it's just a great time. Just be happy and glorify and and, and, and and praise God that we have an eternal inheritance because of the new covenant. So what I like to do right now, because we're just in it. We're in that. And I'm feeling all kinds of all kinds of goosebumps right now. Okay, this is just wonderful stuff. If you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, if you've not received him, this is the perfect time to do so. Okay? And I'm gonna lead you in a prayer that will guarantee you entrance into heaven now after you pray though you're going to have to do some work because without works faith is dead and faith without works is dead and vice versa so stick with us and we will definitely get you on the right path okay so if you have not received and if you have you want to rededicate yourself to the lord here here it is okay you ready say with me close your eyes and say with me father god I thank you for your son Jesus. I thank you for the word of God. I ask you to have Jesus come into my heart as my personal Lord and Savior. Take over my life. Be a part of my being. I believe that Jesus lived and died for my sins. He took my sins and he cleaned me. And I want him into my life, into my heart, and my personal Lord and Savior to work with me, lead me, guide me, and direct me so that I can be the best I can be. And so Jesus can shine through me. I thank you for my salvation. I thank you for saving my life. I thank you for the word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you said that prayer, whether you're already saved and you're just rededicating yourself, or you said it for the first time, please email us. Um, it's very, very simple. You can go to the website. 8lu8ok.com or you can just email us from this at okay the email 8lu8ok at gmail.com either way plus that might be better just hit the link 
email us. Let us know that you prayed this prayer. Let us know that you were dedicated. I'd love to see him. Um, we'll be, we might even start up like a little, uh, you know, reference post showing how people are reaching out and receiving the Lord. It's much. It's, it's, it's fantastic. We want. I want to thank you for for sticking with me. Great, great, great study on the blood of Jesus. Uh, stay safe out there. Be protected. Do what's essential. And have your faith in the Lord. Our God is much bigger than this virus. And he does much more than anything can ever imagine. So pray to him. Ask him to cover you when you go out. Ask him to cover your family. Whatever the case is, he's there with you. And you have been listening to The Blue Book. Presented to you by... Seabrook Ministries and hosted by your boy Blue. Until next time, guys, God bless you. Jesus, follow Jesus and let the Holy Spirit direct you. Listen to your God voice, it'll never guide you wrong. Until next time, much love. Jesus strong. Yeah, right?